Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey everyone, Coach Luke here. And on today's podcast, I'm actually going to share my own personal journey. So I've had a lot of new people following me recently and might not know my story. They just see me as this guy who posts on social media about fitness, but they might not really know a lot about me. And I believe that it's important to know the person who's giving you the advice, who's giving you uh, the words of wisdom, because it helps you understand where they're coming from. And I did a talk to a men's group a couple of years ago, and the title was, Leave the past behind. Your story starts now. Leave the past behind. Your story starts now. I used to have just so many limiting beliefs in my life about myself, what I was capable of. And while you may not be able to relate to certain parts of my story, hopefully you'll have some takeaways from some of the principles of my journey. So here it goes. So growing up, you know, I always had good parents. They always came to all my games. They always gave me everything that I needed. You know, I, I was very blessed. You know, I played sports. I wasn't the most athletic person, but I would say I was above average athletically. And then socially, I always just kept to myself. You know, I had a few friends here or there, but you know, I wasn't a social butterfly. You know, I kind of labeled myself as introverted at the time. And when I got into high school, you know, I pretty much just played sports. I was always on the thinner side. I didn't lift weights much at all. You know, I played soccer, basketball, and baseball. And most of the people in the, the weight room were just football players and maybe the odd other person here or there. And, you know, I, I lifted a little bit in high school, but it was never really something that I did a lot. But really, I just wasn't super confident in myself. Um, I was really into sports and I actually wanted to be a sports writer. So I actually decided to, in college, pursue a degree in journalism to become a sports writer. So the transition to college was actually uh, pretty challenging from me for uh, pretty challenging for me from a, a mental standpoint, because in high school, I always kind of saw myself as like this person who wasn't popular, you know, was, didn't have many friends. And I carried that same thought as I went to college. You know, a lot of people talk about how they you know, party in college, have all these great times. And I was kind of the opposite. Um, so I almost felt like I was actually leading this double life, to be honest. I got this job at a newspaper covering sports in my hometown. And I ended up going to college about 45 minutes away. And my parents, you know, bless their hearts would come and pick me up and drop me off at college every single weekend. So I never stayed, um, at college at a weekend for the first college that I went to for the first year and a half. And then I transferred to another college, uh, the next two and a half years. So it was interesting because when I was in college, when I was at the dorm rooms and usually like at the dorm rooms, like a lot of people meet like their lifelong friends and you know, they connect with so many people. And for me, like I was so shy and unconfident in myself. Like I didn't even know what my neighbors looked like. Like I just literally like sat in my room by myself and just went to class, like never talked to anyone. And, it, you know, I, I would walk to the bathroom from my dorm room. And I would just like look down at the floor 
because I didn't even want to attempt to make friends because I just thought that, you know, as soon as they figured out who I really was, they would see that you know, I was someone who was uncool and they didn't want to hang out with. And then it was interesting because on the weekends uh, at the newspaper, like I was much more popular there. Like I would talk to everyone about sports and I realized it was because I just needed to, to find my people <laughs> looking back at it. But it, it was, it was pretty challenging for me just going to college. Um, again, a lot of this was just self-inflicted. Um, I did it to myself because of my own self-limiting beliefs, but it was definitely challenging for me mentally. So after college, it was interesting because I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Because when I was in college, I always just wanted to be a sports writer because I loved sports so much. I was obsessed with it. You know, football, basketball, baseball, you know, pro college, some of the other sports as well. But what ended up happening was as I was working at the newspaper during college during, at the sports section, so many of our best writers or best you know, editors there ended up taking buyouts to leave and go to a different industry. Because from 2007 to 2011, when I was in college, the newspaper industry was just dying because, you know, the internet was taken over um, and no one really re read the newspaper anymore. It was yesterday's news. So the pay wasn't very good in newspapers. You work nights and weekends, like all the jobs that I was applying for, for were for like $20,000 a year. And I had to move to South Dakota in the middle of nowhere, covering middle school and high school sports. And after a while, I just decided you know, that doesn't sound like my, my favorite thing in the world to do. So I finally made the decision uh, a few months after I got out of college that I was going to leave the newspaper industry. And I got a couple of temp temporary jobs. I got one job for about seven weeks through this temp agency. And then I got another job through a temp agency that I ended up working at for a little over a year. During this time, I became obsessed with fitness. In college, you know, I mentioned how I was kind of, you know, kept to myself, didn't really have many friends. The only place where I really felt solace was in the weight room, was in the gym. I didn't even really have any goals. I just like, you know, I didn't play sports anymore, so I didn't know what to do with myself. So I just went to the gym and I would just lift by myself and I would see all these other guys in there and they were all way bigger and stronger than I was. And I was always like, you know, gosh, I want to be like them. Like, how do I get big and strong? Because at the time I wasn't super confident and I associated being big and strong with confidence. I didn't realize that at the time, but that's what I was doing. So I was obsessed with fitness so much. And I even remember like the first time I ever like looked something up. It was on January 22nd, 2010. Previous to that, I'd always just, you know, tried to figure it out on my own, looked at what other people were doing, but I just became obsessed with you know, looking up information, finding out how to build muscle, finding out about nutrition, all these things. And it was just like, I was so obsessed with it. Um, but at the time, I didn't really think fitness was something that you could pursue as a career. I was just thought it was something that people did in their 20s while they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do with their life. So I kind of put it off and I, I thought maybe I can just do something similar in the health field. So I was thinking of doing like occupational therapy or physical therapy or something related to that. And while I was working this other job, you know, it was just a desk job answering phone calls. I ended up taking, uh, deciding to take a class to become a CNA, a certified nursing assistant, which was kind of a, a stepping stone to becoming, you know, a physical therapist or occupational therapist or something like that. And I ended up taking this class. So I can't remember how many weeks it was, but basically there was this portion of the, the CNA class 
where you would do like the, the studying and you had to pass these tests. And then there was like the clinical portion as well, where you'd go into the hospitals and shadow people. So what you needed to do was in the first four weeks of the class, there were four different tests. You needed to get uh, 70, I think they're all 30 questions and you needed to get at least like 77% in order to pass that and move on to the clinical portion. And pretty much every single person passed that. So I took the first test, you know, I think I got like 80 to 90%. Then I took the second test. I think I got maybe same thing, like 80 to 90%, somewhere in that range, you know, doing pretty well. So then by the time I got to the third test, I like didn't even study for it. I'm just like, oh, I got this in the bag. And on the third test, I got like 50%. It was something like really bad. And I realized that I might fail this. And mind you, to this point, I had never failed anything in my life because I was always a good student growing up. So failing to me like was like something that I didn't even think was going to ever happen to me. So I kind of freaked out and I started studying like really hard uh, between the third and the fourth test. So the fourth test comes and I needed to, I calculated that I needed to get 24 out of 30 on this last test in order to pass the class and move on to the clinical portion. So I was in the room and you're right in front of this computer and it's the, it's the type of test where it spits out your test results immediately after you submit it. So I took the test. I took longer than anyone else there to take the test by a lot. The teacher was like still in there probably wondering what I'm doing. I like double checked every test question. I'm like, yep, this sounds right. So I went to hit submit and the test results come back 23 out of 30. I missed it by one point and I had failed the class. I remember like going to the teacher, like begging, like, oh, can I please just pass? Like, I, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I, you know, I'll do better. And no, nope, I had failed. And it was the first time I'd ever failed something in my life. So it was, you know, kind of heart wrenching for me at that point. And it was actually a blessing in disguise because I realized like, I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to be a personal trainer. So after reading all these blogs from all these other trainers, you know, I read blogs at the time because I was kind of before, you know, social media or YouTube or anything like that were popular. I ended up hearing about all these other stories of guys who, you know, just grew up not even being personal trainers, not having kinesiology degrees. They just had a passion for fitness. They built muscle. They got all these girls. They led their dream lives. They got, um, you know, they, they were personal trainers. And I'm like, holy, holy cow, like this sounds like exactly what I want. So I, it is possible for me because I heard from other people who I found out online could actually do this. So what I ended up doing was I just typed in seminars in the Midwest because I lived in Wisconsin and I wanted to find a seminar because I knew there were different fitness seminars that you could do where you could find uh, different people who were already in the industry and I just figured if I got around enough smart people, they could help me figure out how to break into the industry. So I ended up typing that in and I got back these results, uh, Midwest Performance Enhancement Seminar. It was in Indianapolis. And it was from a guy who I had followed before as well. So this was in 2012. And mind you, at this point, I was super quiet and 
He never talked to anyone. So the thought of me driving like six hours away by myself uh, to hang out with a bunch of people who I didn't know was like so intimidating to me who were like way ahead of me. So I got there and I was just super intimidated. But I got out of my comfort zone and started talking to a few people. Ended up getting connected with a couple people from my area. And one of them just happened, you know, told me like, you know, reach out to me and, and come shadow me. And I ended up shadowing him. And he ended up having just started his gym recently, was looking for his first trainer and his first intern. And I just happened to be looking for an opportunity. So I ended up working out. And I got my first job that I ended up keeping for almost eight years and was very thankful for the opportunity. And it was like the first time in my life that I realized, like, if I put myself out of my comfort zone, like drive six hours away, spend a thousand dollars with no guarantee of a return or anything, and I bet on myself, good things can happen. Because I got connected with someone who was looking for a personal trainer and trusted me enough because I was willing to drive six hours away to actually attend something like this. So that meant I was serious and committed. So I just proved to myself that I was capable of doing something. So from there, I just became obsessed with learning everything that I could about you know, being a personal trainer, biomechanics, proper exercise technique, how to train around pain, nutrition, all these things. And I just spent like all my waking hours studying fitness for the first couple of years. During this whole time, another thing that I'd always struggled with was confidence around women. And I never went on a date until I was 26 years old. Let me say that again. I never went on a date until I was 26 years old. Not even one date. I was so unconfident around women. I didn't even have the confidence to even talk to them. Like I remember once, like several examples of like women say, or girls saying things to me in high school. And like, it took me like a minute to reply. Cause I was like looking around. Oh, is she talking to me? It's about crap. My pants I thought of even responding to a girl. So it was really hard for me. And then, you know, even in college too, like, you know, I was super awkward, uncomfortable around women. So what ended up happening was when I became a personal trainer, it forced me to actually talk to women and talk to people. Like I had never been in a leadership role before in my life. I was always a follower. So as a personal trainer, you have people looking up to you and you're educating and you are the mentor, you are the leader. So it was a complete shift of perspective for me. So I ended up being, becoming more of a leader, developing the skills to be able to talk to people. And eventually I ended up meeting through the gym, actually, my wife, um, my wife, Jennifer, um, you know, I actually coached her and then we ended up finding out that we went to the same church and we ended up connecting and, you know, uh, eight and a half years or however many years later, we have two kids, you know, household and, and both have our own businesses and, you know, we've done okay. So it was, again, just, I proved myself again, that I could actually do something that I previously didn't think was possible, which was, you know, get girls to like me and, um, get into a relationship, have kids, you know, something that I just never thought I would do. Now, mind you, I had never even been on a date at 25 years old and then ended up getting married at 27 years old. So a lot changed there in a, in a couple of years. Along the same time, another thing that I was struggling with was transforming my own body. Now I had seen like some results, like I'd built some muscle, but like nothing significant. And 
I kind of felt like a fraud because I was like coaching other people on body transformation. And I myself was like stepping on the scale. I was freaking out when the number didn't say what I wanted to say. And I, this had been happening for years. I was like scared to go on vacation because I thought it would completely ruin my progress. I was scared to go over to someone else's house because I thought that, you know, if I ate something off my plan, I would completely ruin my progress. I just didn't know enough about nutrition or about body transformation. So I went, I was going to another gym at the time and there was this, this trainer there who, you know, I was a trainer too, but you know, he had like these advertisements for like, you know, body transformation. And I finally decided like, I want to train for a photo shoot or a, a bodybuilding show myself. Like I just want to get ripped and get shredded uh, and get really muscular once in my life. Like I want to prove to myself that I can do it. So I ended up breaking down and actually hiring him. And it was really hard for me because like, I'm a personal trainer. I know what I'm doing. You know, I shouldn't have to ask for help. I should be able to figure it out on my own. And it was really hard to, to hire someone at first, but it was funny because in five months of working with that coach, I got better results than I had the previous nine years doing it on my own. I just like took off. It was like, I, I learned all these new things. Like I learned, like I wasn't as consistent as I thought I was with nutrition. There may be a couple of things I could tweak with my workouts. I wasn't measuring out my food properly. There were so many things that I just learned and it helped me get to that next level. Like, like it was like a rocket fuel. And I, and I ended up competing in my first bodybuilding show a men's, in the men's physique division in October of 2016. And then did my first photo shoot the day after. And at last I was like confident in myself. Like I didn't freak out when I stepped on the scale every single morning. I didn't freak out when I went on vacation or you know, I think we went on like multiple trips right after that. Um, and I was actually like not freaking out and I can actually like, Hey, I can eat dinner out and not have to worry about gaining body fat or, you know, ruining my results, you know, or losing muscle. And it was just like super, super game changer for me all because I hired that coach. I was trying really hard for a couple of years, never saw much progress or for a few years, and then I finally just hired someone and it really made a huge difference for me. So then I started actually feeling much more confident to coach people on body transformation after that. So, you know, I started coaching online a little bit on the side and finally in, in 2020, in the summer of 2020, uh, soon after COVID had hit, I ended up leaving my in-person personal training job to pursue my own business full time which for me was scary as heck at first because I was used to having, you know, that uh, income guaranteed. So, you know, I did have like a few clients who I carried over with me, but it was just nerve wracking for me because I'd never been like a business owner before. I never thought like I could be a business owner. Um, and it was interesting. I, because I, in 2019 and 2020, I had a decent skill set at things, but I was like, at one point I was like, running my own podcast um, that was actually unrelated to fitness, working full-time as an in-person trainer. Um, I was working part-time as kind of a side hustle, having an online business. I was attempting to start another business. And then I was also like running like a major charity event at that time as well. And I was doing like five things at one time and I was doing them all very average. And I wasn't making much progress at any of them. And it was interesting because as soon as I cut all of them out and just focused on one thing, my online business, I was able to actually grow it okay. 
And I was able to grow it much faster than I thought. And we were able to help people much faster than I thought because I actually learned the skill of focus, which is also what I learned transforming my body as well, that I need to focus on doing one thing, stop program hopping and trying to do a million different things at once. So I started as Luke Briggs Fitness, uh, just me coaching people, you know, checking in. And then eventually, you know, we've hired more coaches and more staff. And now we've grown to Total Life Fitness. And we help, you know, moms, dads, busy professionals with body transformation. We help them change their health, change their lives. And it's the, the transformation has all been because of the coaches and mentors that I've had in my life. I'm always learning. Like even to this day, I still have a fitness coach. I have a business coach. I have other people who help me in my life. Um, and I've had coaches in other areas and I'm always learning. Like I've, I've realized that the more I know, the more I realize that I don't know. So for me to just attempt to try to do it on my own, which I always attempted to do in the beginning because I thought it would mean more if I did it on my own, I realized is false. Like to this day, even though I've been a coach for over 10 years, I still have my own fitness coach. I might think like, oh, well, I already know what I'm doing. Why do I need a coach? I, I think there are always new things that I can learn. I can always be better. I need someone to hold me accountable as well. So I love learning and I love growing. And that's been the, the biggest thing about this whole process is just that more is possible than I thought. And really my, my takeaways you know, from this whole experience have just been, I've proven to myself that I am capable of more than I thought. You know, I never thought I could be a husband or a dad or even just getting into a relationship. And I proved myself that I can do it. I never thought I could be a personal trainer. I don't look the part. I don't have the knowledge. It's not something people can actually do. And now I have my own business coaching people. I never thought I could have my own business. I proved myself wrong there. I never thought I could be a leader. I proved myself wrong there. I always just thought I was a follower. I never thought I could do a photo shoot or a bodybuilding show. I proved myself that I could do those things. So all this to say, even if you can't relate to some of those individual stories that I shared there, we are capable of becoming an entirely new version of ourselves. No matter where you are in life right now, specifically talking about fitness here, you can change. Change is possible. You've seen other people who have done it, who started where you are right now. There's so many stories out there of people who are stuck, struggling, frustrated, have been stuck for years, and they finally get the right plan, get the right help, get the right accountability, get the right strategy, and then they take off and they build an entirely new version of themselves. So that's my message to you today is leave the past behind. Your story starts now. It doesn't matter where you are. You can make changes. That's why we call our, our program Total Life Fitness, because I truly believe that fitness is the catalyst for so many other things in life. It has been for me, and I hope it will be for you as well. So that's my story. That's my journey. Thanks for listening. If you want to connect with me further, I have my links in the show notes, and we'll chat soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.